Fuck a bitch, I don't trust no bitch with my government. Fuck a friend, I don't want no friends with no open hands. Count my bands all alone at home. Don't you call my phone? Everyone that I ever known ask me for a loan. Leave me alone, fault defaults alone. Get that nigga gone, raging boy. This not paid in full, but I kill my own. Yes, I love you cause you black, but don't love your ass like that. I will put you on a shirt if you fuck me out my racks. Cherry app, down the app, hold you ass. Louis bag, Gucci bag, you got baggage. I will never give my money to a bad bitch. I will never give my money to a bad bitch. Derry Ave, Locust Ave, ho, you average. Birkin bag, Chloe bag, you got baggage. You will never catch me slipping out in traffic. You will never catch me slipping out in traffic AMGs and SMGs, I'm in a dash shit ay. Wasn't what he thought, we called them like a catfish ay. Niggas falling out and screaming like they Baptist ay. Only love her if she ratchet ay. If that ass shit ay. Got the squabble, now he cash his clay But them hurricane Carter, you know I'm gonna catch a case But Lil Wayne Carter, what I call my 38 Kiss your baby in the face if you play with where I stay back app, down the app, hold you average. Louis bag, Gucci bag, you got baggage. I will never give my money to a bad bitch. I will never give my money to a bad bitch. Derry Ab, Locust Ab, hold you average. Birkin bag, Chloe bag, you got baggage. You will never catch me slipping out in traffic. Welcome. Trying to blow your ears out. Welcome to Off the Rails with On and Blitz today. We're going to be with you probably till about noon or so, maybe a little bit before. We'll see how we go. Um, I can't stop thinking about that. It wasn't a milkshake. What was it? A protein shake. Yeah, what happened? It was shaking it up and... I don't know if, the, I mean, I'm sure this happens with everybody where like one little thing goes off and now you can't get that image out of your head. I was shaking it up and a little like, like a little <laughs> string of, I don't know if it was like, it was coagulated milk, I guess, but it formed like a string and I just saw it. And when I pulled the cap off, it was like, it was like a fucking nasty booger string. And I just went, <clears throat> and I can't stop thinking about it. I'm not, I appreciate the gesture, but it totally ruined the experience of drinking the Drinking the protein shake. Okay. This is nasty. <laughs> I feel like it's not sitting well, but it's, yeah, I know it's a psychosomatic thing. Of course it is. But now my stomach hurts because I'm thinking about the string that I ingested. It's nasty, though. Oh, you did drink the whole thing within like a few seconds. I did, and I did that because I knew I was going to be hungry, and if I thought about it, I was going to get, like, I was going to, you know, turn myself off of it, so I had to just down it real, You're gonna real quick. You're going to get yeah, <laughs> but uh, weekend was good. I interacted with nobody except cats, which nice. is exactly what I wanted, <clears throat> what yep. I needed. Um, I think people needed a break from me, and I needed a break from people. So I think it was uh, mutually beneficial for everybody involved. I didn't talk to anybody on the phone except a quick call to my dad because it was somewhat of a situation, but oh, no. found no, it, everything's fine. Everything. I don't know if he wants me blasting his business out over, you know, because now people know who he is and mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not my story to tell, but uh, whatever. It's fine. Everything's good. So you're saying we need to call your dad. It's his story to tell. Yeah, it's his story. Uh-huh. And I'm sure he would love to come back on. Call and, in Papa Hummel. And, and tell the story, but yeah, everything's fine. It wasn't an emergency or anything like that, but it was something that I felt like needed attention, so that was the only call that I made. I didn't interact with anybody. I, I was in the presence of people. But I didn't interact with them, which is exactly how I like nice. them. Nice. I did nothing but interact with people this weekend. I know. I know. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe you just have a higher tolerance for that sort of stuff. I, I definitely need a reset, mm-hmm. a great reset, if you will. <clears throat> but I feel a lot better. I was fuck. I mean, thinking about that my dad was here this time last week seems like a year ago. It does seem like a long time ago, even for me. It was, I mean, it was just literally one week ago that this my dad time, was here. Yeah. yeah. This time, one week ago. Yeah. So it just, that seems like forever ago. It and then, really does. You know, I didn't sleep so well last week and I was talking to Blitz before the show that I'm such a diligent and disciplined person, except when it comes to sleep, which is the most mm-hmm. important aspect of your life. As and am I. And I'm fucking it up every single night. Mm-hmm. And the rage is real. Like, I get angry with myself. I don't know what happens, but I get a second wind yeah, around, like, see, 8, 9 p.m. That's, that's the problem. And I get the same thing. Like, around, like, 7, I'm falling asleep. And yes. I And I don't go to sleep. Yeah. And, we, like, we have to just go to sleep. You just go to sleep. That's what we have to do. But I don't. I persevere because I'm like, well, no, because then I'll wake up really early. So I wait till about 9, and then all of a sudden I'm dancing around my room. Of course. Having a great time. That literally happened on Friday. I felt like death. Mm-hmm. I had a little something to eat. And then I was literally dancing around my room, and I'm like, what the fuck? I maybe did something I shouldn't have done on Friday night. Like what? Corzan Willie. Oh, okay. But I just really wanted to just be dead to the I world. thought for sure you like would have went home and just passed out all day long. Yeah, well, I couldn't because I had other things I had to do because I pushed other stuff back. So, oh, it was just uh, it was a lot. Last week was a lot, a lot of stress. Thank the you. The chat room says you should do CBD. Yeah, I'm planning on getting some of that today. Yeah, that's why I, I don't really. It. Oh, is that? Is mm, but someone did say that, no, but that's why I pointed that. it out. Yeah, does truly because that's where I'm planning on going. Now I don't have a cannabis card. Maybe I'm the dumbass that should just get one. Because why would you not? <laughs> I know, me too. But what? You know what it is? This is what it is. When when you can do it, it's just less fun. I agree. I have my cannabis card. You're like, now it's legit. You know, I remember sneaking out of my house when I was 17 with my friend Gene and. She took me to this backwoods place and we're smoking weed in her car. That mm-hmm. was fucking fun. I agree. But now it's like, here's my my cannabis card. Like, I'm allowed to do it. It's <laughs> it's really taking all the, it, like, the, all the, the fun the out, of out of it. Of yeah. course. A zhuzh. Yeah, yeah. I heard Louis C.K. use that word and I'm like, I'm going to bring that back. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It is. But that's what it is. Like, the edge is gone. Once you get your cannabis card and you're legit. Now, I'm all for cannabis cards. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying... It's just less fun. Right. Well, it's a, but, it's a medicine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave the Slave, 100 bits. Thank you. So I'm thinking about just doing the CBD stuff, which I had a little bit of it, but mm-hmm. I used it all. So I don't know anything about... It, it's funny. Like, marijuana just doesn't really interest me. I've never really bought marijuana before i've never i'm not that person that has like a new device every time you see him do you know that's, these people oh that's that used to be me where it's like oh here's my uh whatever I, i've got all that like stuff. a nebulizer and yeah. then an inhaler and this is like a pipe and mm-hmm. this one's a, uh like a bong and this one's a water pipe and this one's i'm like see when i get into stuff mm-hmm. i like to like get into stuff yeah so yeah when i was 
kind of big into that, I would ha- I had all that. Here's shit. the blowtorch for my dabs, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this is I can't afford this hobby, so no, thank you. Yeah, I had all that. Yeah, I just that it's never really just interest interested me so much, but I feel like with CBD, you know, it's not not that I mind THC, but I'm just thinking that I just need to chill out. Every every guru on the market is telling me to get sleep, even if they're like diet and exercise are key to you know yep. living a good life, and they're like, well, what's but, the number one thing you can yeah. do? It's like sleep. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm fucking killing myself. This isn't sustainable life, and this this is what was going through my head last night as I couldn't sleep. Is why am I doing this now? I probably shouldn't have watched a season finale of any show mm-hmm. right before bed, and mm-hmm. I'm fucking shook to my core to the point of I didn't actually cry, but I wanted to. You're crying for other reasons. Yeah. So then I'm, and then I got all worked up because I now I got this new guy that I'm watching. <clears throat> And I've known about him for a while, and everyone was like, oh, you know, you'd really like Dave Smith. He's part of Legion of Skanks. Yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Libertarian guy. Yeah, yeah. His his girlfriend, wife, used to be the co-host of the Chip Chipperson podcast. I don't know who that is. Jim Norton's alter ego. Oh, okay, okay. But then Dave Smith like kind of pulled him away, pulled her away. And, blah, blah, blah. and then married her and got her pregnant and stuff. Yeah. Um, so now I'm in love with Dave Smith. Okay. I've, I've, I mean, I've, I haven't really watched that much of Legion of Skanks. I've seen... Um, big, I met Big J. I've met and seen uh, Luis J. Gomez. Yep. But Dave Smith was kind of like the odd man out in, in yeah. my mind for some reason because he was yes he and didn't, no. He didn't seem again. I'm not. I don't watch. I'm not like a devout fan of Legion of Skanks. Right. But it seemed like Dave was always like the other two were funnier. I thought. Okay, I'll go with that. And so I didn't. And I just. It, and that, that's my fault. Like I just. Um, I wasn't exposed to Dave, and so I started. Everyone would say, "Oh, you know, you should listen to Dave Smith's podcast." Like, "Oh, blah blah, you should listen to Dave Smith." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." So I stumbled upon him yesterday on Rungan, and I was like, "What the fuck have I been missing out on? This guy okay. is brilliant. He's amazing." And he was just kind of reiterating a lot of the same things. <clears throat> It's nice when people kind of back up with facts a lot of the things that you feel, and then they give you reasons why you should feel that way. Yeah, um, which is just good for you know radio in general, um, conversing and just being better at debating. Mm-hmm. He just knows his shit, and I was just really really impressed. So then I went down the Dave Smith rabbit hole, and he's getting me all fucking worked up about shit. Then I watched the season finale of um, of Startup, and then that got me all worked up, and then I couldn't sleep. Go figure. So. Uh, no electronics for an hour. That's going to be something I'm trying so, as of tonight. Yesterday, I got to confess. I started watching episode one of Startup. And I like I started watching it and I was like, eh. And then I started like skipping through it. And I was like, uh, I can't do this right now. Oh. I, don't know, I just couldn't get into it. Like the first five minutes is a sex scene. You can. If I'm going to watch sex shit, I have the internet. Mm-hmm. I know, but didn't that kind of like draw you in? You're like, oh, it's Not spicy. At all. Don't like that at all. Spicy. Uh, so why are you skipping around during something, especially during a pilot well, I, episode? I just, I, well, like you I wanted to skip around and no, be like, oh, let me to. see if I see if a part I like. It's like, no, yeah. this is this is when they're building the plot. Every 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 moment is is well, I would so I would essential. Basically, I was skipping around to see if I'm going to like it, and if I said yes, and I was going to go back to the beginning and watch it. But I was like, I just. How can you just skip to a random point of a show you don't know and be like, do I like it? And then you're like, I, I don't know anything that's going on. on. I, didn't I don't like, like it. I, I didn't like the way it was filmed. Whatever, dude. And don't watch it. No, don't I'm be a sister girl. I'm starting on Yellowstone. Do the Yellowstone. Because, see, the <laughs> thing is, he's already watched that one. It's old. So I, why, like, why start it now? Well, it's just, I'm telling you, so. it's really fucking good. 
It's really good. And watching, I have, I'm watching Unhinged again. Fuck it. I have the attention span of a gnat, so yeah, no it's kidding. really good. Really fucking good. I'm watching Yellowstone. And it's and it's getting better. So I'm just like, holy fuck. And I was thinking last time, I'm like, between that and Ozark, I don't know which one I like more. I've never seen Ozark. Ozark I'm not I'm not really a big good. TV person, so neither am I. But every once in a while, like with Bubba, you know, he was he was kind of pushing. He, he, Mayor of Easttown was great. Yeah, it was. That was good. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. Uh, and then my dad recommended Ozark, and my dad has a shorter attention span than I do. Okay. So then I was like, I should watch Ozark, and a lot. And this was, I think, when the like the pandemic first hit. And okay. We weren't going out at all, so I was like, well, what else am I going to fucking Tiger do? King. Tiger King. Tiger King saved America for at least six weeks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I started with startup, and Bubba's right. It's fucking, it's it's bomb. It's bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah, I wanted to watch and it. I, and okay. and the character development is really, really good. And I just, I I feel like that that sort of stuff I would have like overlooked before. Um, you know, I I I never, especially when it comes to art and stuff like that, whether it be TV, whether it be you know paintings or some or a sculpture, I I would just kind of like overlook like the nuance of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that that sort of stuff was for art snobs, and they're like, oh, the cinematography. I'm like, shut up. I just want to be entertained. But you scoffed when I said I didn't like the way that it was shot. All right. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying that, like, with startup, what I'm noticing and what I like about each of the characters is, you know, they're, they both have, each character has, like, an incredible side, like, they're a, a very okay. um, benevolent side, mm-hmm. and then also just, like, you know, Bubba's favorite word, a juxtaposition of that. So for like Ronald, for example, I'm not giving anything away, but like, you know, he's gangster. So he's done a lot of dirty stuff. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. I'm not giving anything away. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, Bubba's let one slip out before. Um, well, he's a gangster. But then when it comes to like, for example, his the fidelity he has for his wife. Mm hmm. Just undying, de- like devotion okay. and loyalty to his wife. Okay, like there's a situation that has nothing to do with the plot, but there's women that are coming on to him at a club, big okay. deal. And he's like, "Get the fuck away from me." He's not, he's not entertaining it at all. So okay. it's like he's has this like they each have their own code of ethics. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, maybe one of the guys would never kill anybody, but he'd happily cheat on his wife. Okay. Whereas, like, Ronald would never fucking cheat on his wife, but he's a gangster, so he's mm-hmm. involved in some shit. Mm-hmm. So that sort of stuff that I kind of just have an appreciation for gotcha. where each person has, like, a, you know, uh, their own individual code of ethics where, you know, they're, they are uh, good characters in one respect and, and bad people in another. But, anywho. Now, would you... You said you've changed as far as like appreciating art stuff. Would you go to a museum now and like no. it? Fuck no. Okay. Fuck no. I hate that shit. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't like it. It's just it, it's you just walk by this me at a museum. You walk by, you go one, two, three, four, five. All right, on to the next one, two. For three, like four. art, you mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I couldn't do that. I, I and I'm not I'm not big into museums just in general. Right. Uh, even with like natural history and i just i i don't know i don't like the the presentation of it all i'd much rather watch a video or a documentary like that hits me harder than walking through and seeing a skeleton of a you know a replica of a skeleton of Mm -hmm. a dinosaur like that just doesn't really do anything for me i don't know why but it just doesn't never really has i gotcha so i don't really like that i'm gonna try to start reading before bed because i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do if i'm awake for an hour and i don't have electronics because that's gonna be the goal tonight is just one hour of being awake, 
winding it down, no phone, no iPad, no nothing, just me and me. Just Have you me, ever thought me. about um, loading up like audio to help you sleep? Like so, so some people use like the wave machine. Yeah. Some people use like um, there's like if you actually go on YouTube and type in sleep music, there's like twelve hour playlists of like classical stuff or whatever, like made to help you sleep and like. Nah, no, no, I don't want to be Try fiddling it. with my phone. I really just don't. I don't want that. I, I, I like just the sound of a fan. I just like white noise. Uh, do you have thing. a ceiling fan or like a, a like a desk fan or whatever? Yeah, like not a yeah yeah. It's not a ceiling mm. fan. Okay. Yeah, it's a portable fan. Okay. So I like that. I like the way that that sounds, and that kind of helps me go to sleep. But I don't know if anybody else is like this. But if I can't sleep for like a day or two like where I have trouble falling asleep mm-hmm. I go oh no I can never fall asleep anymore like I've like lost my <laughs> you lost your sleeping I've lost mojo my, my my sleep confidence where like oh 2 weeks God. ago I was sleeping at, like I was going to bed that my head would hit the pillow and I was out in 5 minutes mm-hmm. the last week was a nightmare I'm sure. it, on all fronts I'm sure when it came to just I was fucking stressed about the show I was stressed about my dad I was stressed about just a bunch of shit I was stressed mm-hmm. about not sleeping which makes me not sleep you know mm-hmm. which makes me sleep less that that I understand and then I lost my my sleeping confidence. I'm like, oh, now I can't fall asleep anymore. Now I, I'm the person with a with a problem. Now I have sleeping problems, and See, I've now, convinced myself I have a sleeping problem. Well, you do, but not as bad as me. However, like if I don't sleep for a few days, then my I'm almost opposite. I'm like, okay, good, I can finally sleep because I'm so tired. I have to sleep. Doesn't, yeah. it doesn't mean I do, but I like, but like that's what goes through my mind. That's what I thought. On like I think it was on Friday, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm gonna take a nap." I tried to take a two hour nap after the show. Mm-hmm. And we, I would looked like fucking hell. You know, we even oh, ended yeah. early, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep for two hours. I just fucking laid there at all. I could not sleep, and I was like, "Well, that's not good," because I got other shit to do today, and I was really hoping that this nap would happen so that I right. could be revived and. I just kind of had to power through the day, which was uncomfortable. Um, and then I lost, I lost my sleeping confidence, which is why I took a quarter sand to try to get some of it back. Okay. But then the next night, I go, "You couldn't fall asleep last night. It was the sand that put you to sleep." And I went, oh fuck. no! So then it was just a mind fuck after that. But I'm gonna really try to work on it. Um, I'm trying to, do, I'm trying to do all these like you know biohacks, sleeping hacks, and everything, and. It's one of those things where I look into it and I go, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, why am I not doing that? Do you remember that drink I gave you that, like, whatever it was called that? Yeah, I never drank it. No? Mm Mm-mm. I I bought a few more, like, a few weeks ago. What does it have in it that's the sleep agent? AIDS. How did AIDS? Mm-hmm. Mm. Put you to sleep right away. Mm, Forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, no, No, I haven't. It's arsenic. Um, No, I (laughs) I really don't know. I, I, like, I drank it that night, but, like... It seemed to work. I don't know. I bought more. I never drank them. You don't know what the active ingredient is? I looked it up. I just don't remember. Oh, okay. But it's not like melatonin or something. It might be. It's probably got, some just jobber ass shit. I got a message from uh, my old podcasting partner. Okay. You didn't really say much. It was mostly just, um, is this is what I owe you and this is what you should oh. expect in the mail. Okay. That one. And then I forgot to respond for a couple days, and then this morning I wrote back, uh, looks good, thank you. Okay. And I was like, do I put the period at the end? Looks good, period, Ooh. thank you, period. I'm like, because that's harsh. Yeah, see, isn't that weird? Like, punctuation at the end of something is very... It it very much matters. It does. Like, think about if someone wrote, like, you, you say something, and then someone writes, okay, versus okay, period. <sighs> Totally different. See, it's funny because totally it, it never it never really mattered to me. But like, you know, reading all this like self help shit and also like just all this other crap. 
Like that's a big deal. The the punctuation at the end of a message is a huge deal. Well, you have to understand like you can't really take away tone from a text. So Correct. anything that you can kind of insert in there to kind of help with the tone means something and both mm-hmm. parties know this. So Yes and no. Both I mean unless you're, you know, a fucking boomer, you know that a period at the end of okay is not good. And the person sending it knows, and the person that's being sent it knows. So I was thinking, what do I do? Thank, thank you. Looks good. Period. I put periods after both. I, I you know what I did? Is, I deleted the period and then I put it back. Is like, he a boomer? No, he's an Xer. Barely. Uh, no, I think. Uh, what's sixty four? How old is someone who was born in sixty four? How how old are they now? Pretty old. Uh, fifty seven or something. He's getting up there. <clears throat> yeah, I think close. boomers were forty six to sixty four. Okay, so he's close. He's close. He's close, but I would still say that he he's an Xer. So you added the period back and sent it. Yeah, good call. I sent it. Good so call. that's that. I thought about it um, like zero times over the weekend. I just I I mean didn't care. I didn't yeah, care. I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> I felt bad that I didn't give a fuck at all. I spent an incomplete. You shouldn't give a fuck. No, I just don't care. You just. You can't care. You don't, we don't have enough compassion. There's just, there's no more, you know, I just, certain things that require compassion, I just don't, I just, I can't. My compassion is reserved for people who actually have problems. You know what I mean? Okay. So when people are like, you should feel bad for me. You know, like I I watch a lot of the body positivity stuff. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you something, like hanging out with my dad for a few days, like I fucking get why I'm like, body focused like oh you think yeah oh my god yeah 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 it was funny like it's one of those things that like i knew kind of you know my dad has always been very um i mean do you do you realize that's been it was always very critical of people especially very critical of women uh and point again i'm not blaming just explaining i always have to say that to people because everybody's got their hang-ups like nobody is perfect and no one's gonna be the perfect parent you know i wasn't molested as a kid i wasn't you know no one wasn't no one wasn't no one was an alcoholic my dad or mom wasn't a gambler like i i had a really fucking amazing upbringing Mm -hmm. but people are people and people are flawed Mm -hmm. so you know i would kind of wonder like why am I so like body focused why am I so like obsessed with um you know trying to keep in shape and it it takes up a lot of my mental energy that I feel like I know that it does because you know I have friends that are similar to me and you know women are like constantly looking at ways to like lose weight or makeup or make themselves more attractive so I get it's a big part of our culture but I always felt like my uh, the amount of mental attention I gave to it was like more than the rest not yes. that I, vo- I mean, obviously you guys know what I think because I talk on the radio and that's on my mind sometimes. But uh, when my dad was here, I was like, oh, that's why I am the way that I fucking am. Do you, do you realize like how much like your dad you are? Yeah, it's beca- it's becoming more apparent as the years okay. go on. Because you know, it was like, holy shit, spitting image. Just like listening to you guys talk in here. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Well, I don't say that. It's not a bad thing, but uh, whoa. In terms of what? Can you like pinpoint a little bit more than <sighs> your similar? If I sat and thought about it, yes, but I, off the top of my head, no. But like just things like I was just listening to you guys talk and I was like, holy shit, like this is the exact same person. Like the same affectation or? Yeah, but like the, the thoughts and like like the body, body positivity crap. Yeah, it became just very apparent. Um, 
And Slim and Phoebe's beat 500 bits. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I it, it really occurred to me, especially you know, you know, beyond the time that you, you know, met him while you were here, mm-hmm. just hearing the way that he spoke was exactly the what I remember as a child. Right. And he was, he's just very critical of certain things. And you said he's also very like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of energy, more than I could ever imagine to have. And when he was just saying all these things, I go, oh shit, no wonder why I'm so focused on that stuff. It's because, you know, Mm -hmm. as a, especially as a kid during my, and as an adolescent during my formative years, that was just kind of drilled into my brain. And it also, you know, and and, and it, it doesn't help the fact that I also studied the evolutionary psychology and I have the science behind it to back it up. Right. So then it's like a confirmation bias. Like, this is what I thought, and here's the science to back up what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm right, and I know that there's an incredible focus on the way that women look. And, you know, to be honest with you, getting older has been really fucking with me lately. Even <laughs> though, I mean, I, we, I talk, we laugh, we go, <laughs> but at home I go, holy fuck. What am I gonna? I can't do anything, and then I'm like, why am I stressing about something I can't do? And then I'm like, Anna, in five years you're gonna be going, God, I was so young when I was 34, mm-hmm. and in 10 years I'm gonna go, I was so young when I was 39. Of course. So today is the youngest I'm ever gonna be. So why am I stressing about it? Plus, I can't stop it. There's nothing that I can do. You know, there's 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 go nothing. Go see Dr. Dan. No, but even that, like, even if you of course you. you um, you change the outside, the shell of yourself. It's your biological age is still your biological age. Yeah, yeah. You could change the shell of the turtle, but the turtle inside still the turtle the inside still old and wrinkly. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of fucking with me because then I also I don't just think about my actual age, but then I think of people's perception of my age. And in terms of like finding a partner, like why would anybody want to be with someone who's pretty much past their breeding? How time? do you think I feel? Yeah, but for men, it's a little bit. different. It's a little bit different. You got a little bit more uh, leeway. Like, if you had a kid at 45, I don't think anyone would bat an eye. If I had a child at 45, Ooh. I'd be, you know, yeah. I, I, people be like, The kid would bat all three of its eyes. I'm right, exactly. <laughs> like, how many chromosomes does this one have? <laughs> so, yeah, that's been kind of fucking with me. But then it's one of those things that I go, what, are we just going to be upset our whole, the rest of our lives now? Right. You can't, you just got to kind of like let it go. Or just what I do, hang out with people that are older than me. Okay. And then I go. Well, I'm the youngest person here. I just hang out with people who are like in their 40s and 50s. And I go, oh, all right. That's what I've always done. No big deal. Um, But then I wonder, I'm like, is this just a hump I have to get over? Like, I thought turning 30 was a big deal. And then I'm like, God, I was young as as fuck at 30. Mm -hmm. And I imagine I'll probably think the same thing in five years when I turn around and go, 34, man. That was like prime time. Right. You know, whereas now I'm thinking prime time was like 25. Mm -hmm. But prime time wasn't 25. Maybe... I mean, I don't even, I think I'm hotter now than I was at 25, but, you know, that's, you know, I just oh, needed to get my shit together. Broken back mirror? Huh? Huh? Well, did you see me at 25? Yeah. I don't know. I think I was probably hottest at like 21, 22. I think that was, that was probably my. You looked like a little kid though. Not what people like. Some people. <laughs> Some people <laughs> I like. mean, I guess. So, um, yeah, it was just a lot of meditation but not really you know it wasn't like i was sitting doing the ohm or anything like that but a lot of self-reflection i should say this weekend yeah me too almost almost too much but you were doing fun stuff you no, were in the busy. muds yeah it was a you were lot in the of muds fun. and you were so off-roading and doing the four-wheeling right it was so much fun yeah that... there's about 35 or 40 of us all in a group oh that sounds awful it was so much fun to ride in because then don't you have to be like wait for timmy he's back he's where's timmy um 
<laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Remember when we went to the casino for Brandon and the Quad and we couldn't fucking move 10 steps without being like, where's so-and-so? Where's so-and-so? Where's so- fucking so-and-so? Fuck that. Go by yourself. Go with one other person enough. No? Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, um, uh, it's, sometimes it's fun to go with a group. Um, but there was a, a, a guy that... So it was really... Like the, the mud gets pretty deep out there and not every machine's the same and some are better at going in deep mud than not. So some people get stuck. So about halfway through the ride on Saturday, we told one of the guys, we, his name is Mike. We said, okay, from now on, you're going around all the mud holes. And if you get, if you go in the middle and you get stuck, we're leaving you here because we're tired of waiting for you. And so he had to go around all of them. Okay. But that could have been avoided if you just went like party of one or two. You don't want to go party of one. Okay. Then, maybe party of two, maybe three tops. That's usually, so it's usually me, the guy like I can't 45? It was like 35 or 40. It's like, but it was a, somebody's 50th birthday. We were all out there partying for his birthday. But normally, normally it's me, the guy I camp with, and like one or two other people, and that's it. Okay. And that's like perfect amount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's usually how it is. I don't get these people that go to like theme parks with 15. How is this fun? Oh, yeah, no. Or even, I think, even with the Diacos, when they were talking about, oh, yeah, that time we all went to like Italy together or Paris. Like they were talking about it. They went international somewhere. They went overseas. With everybody. Like 15 people. That's too much. What the fuck? That's too much. No way. I mean, you go one, you go two. Honestly, you really don't want more than two people. Because then to make, you think about every time you make a decision about where to go, what to see, what to eat, what to wear, whatever. You have to consult 15 fucking people to make one decision. You know how exhausting that is? So it's basically, it was the whole group of us. And it was the guy that organized it, uh, the guy I camp with, and myself. And basically, we made all the decisions. So if they were like, hey, where are we going to go? I'd say we're going this way, and we would just go. So there was no, like, group effort on where we're all going to go. We would just pick a place and go. Yeah, but then you kind of have to at least have the buddy system where you're like, where's so- where's my friend? Where's Did we leave somebody? Where's so-and-so? Now, is- everyone is an adult, right? You know what I mean? Like- there was a few kids, but they were with an adult. Like, there wasn't just a kid. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and it- there was no new people out there. So, like, we'd all been out there before. What, we- what are kids? Like, like what are kids? adolescents or what, what are, are what's, what's a kid? What's a kid to you? <laughs> like six yeah, is a kid or is it like a 15 year old that's a kid? Both. Well, how, what was the youngest age that was Probably there? six or seven. Okay, no. But see, here's the thing is. Kids ruin stuff, especially when they're not yours. Uh, well, I, generally, yes. However, the kids that were there this time, there was there was uh, one of the guys that organized it. He's got two kids. One's like six or seven. One's like nine, 10, 11, 12. I don't know. They've been out there their whole life. So, like, they, you, could, you could literally put them on a, a four-wheeler, and they would just be fine by themselves. So we weren't worried about those th- that group. And you're parting, and there's a, there's a six-year-old present. I think ruins a high or drunk or a trip when, than when you fucking see a kid. Um, nobody cared. Uh, I would care. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I've been in that situation before, and let me tell you, nothing sobers me up quicker than just just the presence of a kid. Do you know how many times I'd be in San Diego fucking off my face on some Molly, and I would come downstairs, and it was like during a, the day. I don't is, know. Tell me how many times did this happen? So many times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe like 15 times. Look, the first 900 times this happened, <laughs> I was so upset. It was awful, and it was, there were these day parties, and it was called Intervention, and it was so much fucking fun. Okay. I loved it. So much fun. But you go and it's like maybe Tiesto's there, maybe Hardwell's there, whatever. Back when I was young and didn't care about Holy stuff. Fuck. 
before I was red pill. Miserable. And I would just take as, all the Molly, and it would be you'd, you'd finish at probably like six p.m. And then what was so cool, what all the bars would do, and they would work in conjunction with one another, kind of like the Underground Railroad or something. Okay. What would they would do is like one bar because it was like on a Sunday, and usually bars weren't open like super late on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. But then the next bar would be open from like six to nine, and then it would shut at nine, and then the next one would be nine to midnight. And okay. so it's like it was perfect, and everyone would just kind of travel like mm-hmm. a, like a caravan. So you finish an intervention, maybe you get out there like five. The sun is still bright, middle of summer, having a great time, probably overheating, not to move when you're on mall. You can make, need to make sure that you're yeah, hydrated properly. But sometimes what would happen is like you come downstairs, you're fucked out of your mind. And what was weird is like I really didn't know the gas lamp that well because it's kind of like a grid like downtown St. Pete, but just way bigger. Mm-hmm. So you have like A Street, B Street, like all that sort of shit. And then first, second, third. And it's just it's kind of a, a massive grid. Okay. And I really didn't know it that well because I never lived downtown. I lived like 45 minutes north. So go downtown and I'm, but for some reason, obviously, because I did it 50 times, I just, I knew how to get from the hard rock to sidebar to F6. Like I just fucking, and I could like close my eyes and just, I didn't even need to see street signs. I'm just like corner store, make a right. We're there. Boom. Mm -hmm. You know, then you see the kebab place, make a left. Boom. You're there sort of thing. And you're, you're just like, I was tripping out of my mind. I was walking downstairs, looking just like a skinny slut, like always. And then I just see a kid. Obviously, just there with his parents. It's just a normal Sunday for this kid, right? Walking down, sober the fuck up. I would just see this kid, and I'd have to carry myself different, and just the presence Kids of a child. Kids don't even know you're fucked it. up. They don't even care. I. Kn- it's not about the kid. Obviously, the kid doesn't care. Obviously, the kid doesn't even fucking know. But I know, and seeing the kid ruins my high. So I can only imagine camping with a child present. I would just feel like. Eh, maybe I shouldn't drink that entire bottle of wine. Maybe that's not the move. Well, the person that got the most drunk the whole that that well Friday night was his mom. See, that's not a good look either. That's <laughs> that doesn't make me feel better. That mean that makes me think you're a shitty mom. She's actually a really good parent, but when you're wasted in front of your eh, kid, the kids are they went to sleep. Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe we have just different ways of parenting. I don't know, but I just don't want to be wasted in the, in the presence of a child. That would not make me feel good. Maybe it's because I'd be an excellent mom. I don't know. But all I know <laughs> is that I don't... You laugh and then you tell me... You, it's <sighs> funny because you laugh and then you tell me I would be an excellent mom. You actually would be. Off the, off the air. So anyways, the, I tell you that y'all. on the air too. Yeah, I would be. I wouldn't be a happy person, but yeah, I would be a good mom. You'd be happy. You don't know me. Yes, I you do. You don't fucking know me. Oh, yes, I do. You don't fucking know me at all. Hello, who's this? Hi, hey, Blit. Five bucks, because I know you better than you do. Hi. Hi, what's Hi. up? Hey, Blitz, I got yeah. blocked last week. Can you help me figure out what I did wrong? You. Is this the Bubba, or is this the Fat Cankles guy? Yes, no, maybe. Who is this? We didn't hang up on him. Uh-uh. We're still alive. But now I'm going to hang up on you. All right. Call back, dude. Let me know who you are. <clears throat> yeah. So, but anyways, I'm glad that you had fun. Well, you probably had like a drink or two. Yeah. Because I had to drive back that night. You didn't even spend the night there? No. How was that fun? Just to stress yourself out, getting there at four in the morning and then I had going all day? I had things I had to do. But I guess, you know. You don't sleep, so that's how that goes. <laughs> I had things I had to do. Listen, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, how is that a 
like you're on no fucking sleep you're stressed out because it was a stressful week for everybody mm-hmm. and then you drive an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back you set two, up it's two hours by the two way. hours back and forth i just don't know how that would be a happy life and then it I'm was sure, awesome I'd, i would do it again this weekend you have enough energy for it absolutely i don't know you're just I was a different late, breed not too late but late kind of late on friday and sunday i was outside most of the day wow yeah I tried it's to fun. run yesterday, but I got a bum leg because I'm old. A bum leg? I got a bum fucking leg. What part of your leg? <laughs> My quad. I still have some mad doms. Oh, shit. Yeah. You must have worked out hard as fuck last I, week. I did, but the thing is I didn't really like lay off it. I like took a day okay. off, and then I went for a run on on Saturday, and that was a great run, but it, it fucked me up. And then yesterday, I was like, oh, it's such a nice day. I got to go for a run again. Yeah, well, my body had other plans. So I didn't, but it was fun. I did some stairs at the convention center, which makes me feel like a badass. And I was, I, I like to trick people because like there'll be someone else running up this and down the stairs and I'll go really slow at on the, the convention first one. center. Yeah. There's like stairs that people go up and down. What's the Tampa? Yeah. Oh yeah. What day? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Were you there? I was walking on River, River Rock all day. River Walk. River Walk. <laughs> I was, I was at the end of the River Walk, uh, yeah. but right by the convention center okay. going up and down these fucking stairs. And then usually there's like a, there's this, I saw this guy, this man and I've, it's like you 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 see people like this maybe in like magazines and stuff, but rarely do you see someone who has no free skin space because they're so covered oh, with tattoos. Gross. Like they didn't have, he didn't have any like face tattoos. Okay. And I, I don't I didn't see his hands, but he didn't. I don't think he had anything on his hands. Not my thing. Um, I'm also I've also noticed through the dating apps. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, a lot of people got uh, chest tattoos. Yeah. I really don't like them. Yeah. Really don't like There's them. There's a lot of girls that have like, not necessarily full sleeves, but like giant tattoos on their arms or like chest tattoos, which I can't stand. I just, I don't know. what. It is. I, maybe it just, I wasn't raised with it. Maybe it's that it gives me skinhead vibes, even though I know they're not. Right. But I think just. Did your dad have any tattoos? No. See, that's kind of surprising. Why? He seems like someone who would have a tattoo. No, neither my mom doesn't either. My, my my parents don't either. Yeah, they're just not. I think it's also a Jewish thing. It, well, the course. new generation is different, but right. like, you know, Jews, you're not supposed to. You can't listen, be. You can't be during the in. Holocaust. They tattooed a lot of people against their will, and they weren't right. happy about it. So both my parents were like, you know, my grandparents' generation, and then my parents' generation were like. Yeah, Jews and tattoos don't really right, well, go together. Plus, isn't it like you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you got yeah. tattoos? Yeah, and I remember meeting, meeting this guy. Actually, his name was Barack when I was traveling, and okay. he was like mega Jew. Okay. And then he took his shirt off. He had a gross bod, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, on his chest, he had like a big fucking Star David. Nice. And I went, uh, uh, I'm a little confused because I know, you know, your body's a temple. You're not supposed to run right. with tattoos. But you're like super Jew and you got a, uh, that seems kind of ironic that you have a, a, a tattoo of a star of David on mm-hmm. your chest and you're a Jew that's not supposed to have tattoos. That seems odd. So he goes, oh, well, when I die, they're just going to cut it off and then put me in the cemetery. I've heard that as well. So I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, tattoos are just not in my family, not my thing. Although my sister has three of them, maybe four. Hmm. My sister has one right where they tattooed the Jews during World War II and the Holocaust, nice. but it says uh, it has Hebrew letters, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and then, like, again, like, my cousins have, like, one here, there. Yeah, butterfly feel, in the ankle. I feel, yeah, my one cousin, it's funny. One of them has a tattoo of, like, something really fucking useless, like a, 
it was a she was like a smashing pumpkins fan her whole oh, life oh no she got this tattoo like on her hip kind of lame and then she none of them listen to my show they don't even know i'm on the radio so it's fine um, they don't even know your name they don't even know my name so she got this tattoo and then she saw them i guess they had like one tour before they broke up or they ended mm-hmm. and she was like they were terrible Oh, like no. how does that make you feel? You got a tattoo of your favorite band, like almost from birth. Like she's always been a Smashing Pumpkins yeah, yeah, fan, yeah. and then she gets this tattoo to uh, you know to pay homage to this band that she loved so much. And then she sees them, and on the way out, they fucking suck. How old is she? Late thirties. Forty. Okay. I think she just turned forty. That makes sense. And then my other cousin, ugh, I feel I feel so fucking bad for him. He's had the worst luck with friends because they all kill themselves. Oh. You thought that was going in a different direction. This is your cousin, you said? (laughs) Good. I'm glad it's not your friend. No, it's not my friend, but he has the fucking worst luck. Let me introduce him to you. You guys might hang out and be good. You guys would be good (laughs) friends. Thanks. You're going to kill yourself. Yeah. It's so sad. It, It Like three people in his friend group, not at the same time. They stagger it. So it's like they endure the grief of one of them killing themselves. Okay. And then a couple couple years just, later. As soon as they get over it. Someone else kills themselves. So my cousin. Maybe he's pick a new group of friends. I, I, well, he's going to have to because there's not many left. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can laugh about this if he's listening. He's not. He's not. But he got a tattoo to commemorate one of them. One of them. Yeah, I think the one that he was close to, the OG um, suicider. Okay. OG suicider. The guy that started it all? Yeah, the guy that started it all. And it's it's one of those things, like, my cousin, my cousin I'm talking about, we'll just call him... Vinny. A. We'll call him A. Okay. <laughs> His name starts with A. But yeah, so we'll call this guy A. A is, like, the most incredible person. He's probably, like, the brother I never had. And, um... He did so much for the family of his friend that died. I mean, okay. he's the type of person that I think he biked from, I don't know. I think it was San Francisco to Seattle. Oh, wow. I'm sure that helped the family a lot. Well, I'm just saying like he does. <laughs> well, he also did a lot of for course. the family of course, in of terms course. of like the funeral and he like keeps in touch with them. He visits them every year, mm-hmm. like that sort of stuff. Okay. But he's also a very sentimental man. And so he does things like, you know, he'll do charities. He did like a like some sort of garden in the city they grew up in or something. Okay. And created like like worked on this garden for like six years and it, you know, sometimes there'll be like a plaque in memoriam mm-hmm. of in memory of whatever. So in memory of, you know, his friend and he constructed like a bench, like made a bench and like put it okay. in there. And it's like this whole thing. But yep. it, it's he's again, a se- I wouldn't say he's a deeply religious man, but he's a very sentimental mm-hmm. man. So he did all this sort of stuff for his friend. And then he like went on this bike trip from like San Francisco to Seattle on a bike. And, you know, he does all this stuff. Imagine doing all that fucking shit. And then. And then, like, a year later, another... You're like, I can't do this again. Yeah, like, I only got so much time. I can't be going from Seattle to Montana. What the fuck? I right. got a job. No shit. So then I kind of feel bad for the second friend that I'm killed I'm just going to be traveling the fucking country. All my friends are <laughs> killing themselves. I'm just nonstop fucking traveling over here. Oh, my God. But thank God he's got a good sense Someone of Someone bought me a new set of bike tires. They're fucking right to wear oh out. Christ, dude. Like, every person in your group just kills themselves. And it's like, I don't know. It, some of it's, like, really, like dark shit he found out that the og person who killed himself i think was like 
fucking around with prostitutes. Like, shit, like, led a double life. Like, had a girlfriend that he may have been engaged to. I don't think so. But, like, a living girlfriend. And then they went through his phone records and they found out he was, like, fucking prostitutes and stuff. And, and I mean, these are his... I mean, I met this person very, very briefly. I don't I don't really remember. But I went up to Sonoma. He went to Sonoma State. Mm-hmm. I went up there for his 21st birthday. I was... 19 maybe and i met all of his friends i called them the co-op friends because my friend my cousin is was like super is super fucking granola okay super like he granola. sells cheese at a like he used to sell cheese at like a market on like hmm. sunday mornings wasn't the sonoma like wine country yeah yeah uh, and a lot of weed and a lot of wine and a lot of he had a lot of chickens i remember oh okay. so i stayed in his, his co-op place and then he introduced me i remember to his girlfriend who we really liked at the time who was a lesbian in disguise spent five years were there with any kids chick. there huh were there any kids there no oh thank god that would have just ruined your high what that would have ruined your high, your buzz. Oh. Had there been a kid around, fuck. No, just chickens. Just chickens. Oh, that's all right. But, uh, yeah, so he had this- Gotta fuck something. Poor, poor guy. Just had this chick. He, like, dedicated his whole life to her, and she wanted an open relationship. Mm. And then, uh, I and I, I know I've said Those this before, but out. this was the one, this girlfriend that he had, she, they were going to South America for nine months. And by the way, they both got parasites and never fully recovered. Oh, now, okay, they, they good. They were doing, I think it's called woofing. It's like organic farming, but it's it's an acronym for something like World Organization of Fucking okay, Farmers okay. or something. Okay. So they were doing woofing, and they went down there, and right before they left, I'll never forget it because it was so funny. I think I was either I think they were leaving for South America or something, and I would just came back from Australia. It was like something where like we hadn't seen each other, and we're not going to see each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing his girlfriend, whose name was Lauren, <clears throat> and she caught up. She had like cute like. Not strawberry blonde, but like dirty blonde, straight hair, like white as fuck, Gentile, not a Jew. Okay, Freckles. Good. So far, so good. Yeah, so so far, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I saw her right before right before they left. Yeah, I think I I just came from the airport from like Australia. Oh, okay, like right. Str- yep. Yeah. And then I saw them, and they were taken off to like uh, Bolivia or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I saw that uh, Lauren cut all her hair off. And I go, "Hey, nice haircut." She's like, "Thanks. It's gonna be hot down there." So I thought I'd cut my hair off. Of course. And I turn to my mom and I go, uh, Lauren's a lesbian. Just letting everybody know that Lauren is a lesbian. I'm calling it now. My mom's like, no, she's going. Said she's woofing. Then I go, I'm, I'm fucking telling you, nobody who is straight most of the time is going to cut off all their hair. I'm telling you, shorter than my cousins. Sure enough, two years later, Lauren's gay. Fucking called it. It's the parasites. Called it. Well, my cousin didn't turn gay. Should have taken fucking hydroxychloroquine. They probably would have been fine. <laughs> if, he had, if she had ivermectin, she would have been straight. Poor <laughs> <laughs> thing. So she dragged my cousin along for the longest time. She wanted an open relationship, but that was just so she could dip her toes into women. Okay. She just wanted to experiment with women, see if she actually liked it. And then they split. And then they split. What was her excuse? I'm gay. <laughs> okay, so that was the, that was the reason. Yeah, I mean, I think it became just so glaringly apparent that she wanted to be gay. Okay, because she, you know, they wanted she wanted an open relationship. That's when I first heard about the ethical slut. Mm-hmm. That's when I first heard about polyamory and all okay. that sort of stuff was through him. And I go, I thought you guys were just like normal, like white bread normal. Like my cousin is. You very... think all these people are normal? Let let like, and then you hear later that everybody you know is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Well, I again, I didn't, I didn't see it coming with my cousin. He seemed like, but he wanted normal, and he's in but a very you ever normal see it relationship. Coming? You never see anything coming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. But anyways, <laughs> I really didn't see it coming with this one. Of course not. And then he tells me like, yeah, Lauren is 
She wants an open relationship. She wants to. Uh, it seems like she's only going out with women, though. So you know. So he so he probably didn't care as much then. Because no, that's, he, that's... he from the get he just wanted a monogamous situation. He just wanted normal. And he because he's so open minded because in San Francisco and that area mm. that that part of town that they tried to like push you into into directions that you're not comfortable with. But because the culture there is like you have to be open, you have to be open minded, you have to be willing to expand your horizons. Otherwise, you're a bigot or racist yeah. and what if you want, quote unquote, normal, you're the weird one. Right. So he's trying to be he was extremely pressured by his community, not like directly, but indirectly just sure. being in it all the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. selling fucking organic cheese. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, all right, fuck. All right. I'm going to read the ethical slut. Like he was just like, I'm going to I'm going to reason my way out of it. Gotcha. If I do enough mental gymnastics and it's and it's and the ethical slut says that biologically evolutionarily humans are not monogamous so this is totally True. normal so he's just trying to do the mental gymnastics he needs to do to make himself feel better about the situation gotcha but he would tell i just want i just want a normal i don't want to right but lauren wants us and i want to support her and da, 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 uh. da. the bitch was just gay dude which is cool but i just you know i kind of was like fuck you for dragging my cousin through the exactly. mud for five fucking years oh, geez, that's a long time really thought he was gonna marry this chick I I think you know engagement was kind of thrown around, mm-hmm. but you know they ended things, and my cousin went through a few more, and then he went to a BLM uh, protest and reconnected with a girl he knew in high school, who's now his wife and the fa- and the mother of his baby. It's all good, man. It's all good in the hood. Whoa. Baby's baby's cute. Wow. Baby's cute. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, my my family swings hard to the left. Or to the left. And not only like BLM stuff, but I mean, at my cousin's wedding. I don't understand what the Bureau of Land Management has to do with any of this. I know. But at but even at my cousin's wedding, they were like making jokes about George Bush. What? And I was like, first off, we're deep in the Obama years. This is like 2017. Okay. And they're talking about how stupid George Bush is. Uh, I just wanted to be like... Hold hold my beer because Trump's coming right around the corner. Yeah, folks. no kidding. <laughs> but this is before Trump was even on the scene at all. Wait, no, 2017. He, he was, was president. He, he was no 2016. Was yeah, it? 2016. So 2017, Trump was president. Yeah. Why am I time? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. It's like just a you're like, hey, what did you guys hear about Trump? They're like, you mean the president? <laughs> totally forgot. I'm like, wait, 2016. Yeah, Trump was president. My bad. I was trying to remember what year he was married. But yeah, they were like throwing George Bush. And I'm like, why are you throwing shade at George Bush? I'm like, mm-hmm. Trump's president. There's plenty of, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. fodder there. But anywho, it's just like, why are we dragging politics into into weddings? And I told you how they tried to drag uh, Hillary Clinton into my grandma's funeral fund. I fucking threw a fit. What the hell? When my grandma died, when my dearest Bubby, my last grandparent, died in June, hold on, June 26th, 2016. So President or candidate Trump and Hillary were running. Okay. Now, my grandma's always been a big Hillary fan and because she's a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Now, I love Bubby to death, mm-hmm. but we didn't really see eye to eye on politics on sounds, a lot of sounds stuff. Sounds like it. Which is fine. That's kind of how I live my life with my family. <clears throat> but anywho, when Bubby died, um, I didn't I didn't say anything about funeral arrangements. First of all, not my mom. Like mm-hmm. she has three kids. My mom, you know, my uncle, my aunt. 
I'll let them make all the decisions. Yeah. I'm not a controlling person at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're talking about what food to whatever. That's fine. Where it's going to be, you know, the, are she going to be cremated? Who's going to speak? Da, 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 da. The rabbi that's going to be there, who was a woman that's running the thing. Okay. I don't care. I'm cool. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. But then when they started talking about, I guess it's customary. I didn't know this. I don't know if it's a Jewish thing or if they just did it for her. I really don't know. But sometimes they, uh, like, associate a, a charity with someone who died. I guess if it was, like, like a kid that died of cancer, that would make sense. Yeah. But my grandma was 94, so I was just like, what? Right. Whatever. So, they, you know, there's talk at the dinner table. I'll never forget this. And they're throwing around charities that, you know, hey, would you like to donate? Now I'm thinking, you know, everybody's a Jew here. Do something with, uh, you know, trees in Israel is a thing. You know, you, okay. you donate a hundred bucks and then, you know, you pl- they plant a tree in Israel. Mm-hmm. That sounds, that's love. Who, who's against fucking planting trees? Nobody. It's not political, whatever. Unless it's a kid. <laughs> fucking kid. Unless it's a goddamn tree. Unless it's a Palestinian slave. Yeah. But let's pretend that it's not. And it's just a fucking tree in Israel. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah. And I don't remember who said it. I think it was my my aunt and I have never I didn't say anything I was just kind of sitting there doing my thing we're talking and then she goes maybe it was my mom I can't remember someone said well you know Bubby always loved Hillary Clinton why don't we do a charity for her campaign oh, fund hell no no I was, I was right there I full I was fully in the mic I was like oh fuck that are you, I was like are you fucking trying to politicize and this is when shit was already getting hot what did you actually say? I go, are you out of your fucking mind? You actually said that? Yeah, we swear at my family. Well, I, okay, okay. But... I go, are you fucking mind? I'm like, you're going to politicize Bubby's death? And all I had to say was, do you have to politicize Bubby's death? And I don't know who said it. I think my mom was like, she's right. Let's just do the tree thing. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like you're mourning this woman's death and, and you're a, a like a secret Trump supporter and you show up and it's like either you, you donate to this dead lady's yeah, fund or you're a fucking that's... asshole. And it's, I'm like, are you at, can we just do something that everybody can get exactly. behind? Kids with cancer, AIDS, yep. dental health, whatever, mm-hmm. underprivileged kids, tree planting, shit like that. Why are we doing campaign funds for a murder <laughs> yeah so i was not a fan and this is before i was even really into politics or anything i was gonna say it's before you actually like, started taking the pills yeah i mean i was i was i had like a i was i was probably purple pilled at that time okay but just the it made blue me with a tinge of red yeah it made me sick to think that like a woman is dead and now you're trying to politicize her death like yeah. let leave that to the actual politicians who yes. are you know crony pieces of shit let's try to keep stuff wholesome you know, in it'd this be different if, if your bubby was a politician yeah bubby was nothing that's what i'm saying it'd be not different. nothing sorry bubby uh oh she God, was a nurse how dare you she was a nurse and she d- was like a public health nurse she was in world war ii she did a lot of amazing stuff but she was never an elected official so it was just i can't really believe disturbing. you said she's a nothing okay but that's not what i meant wow i meant b- politically how dare you she that was your up- bubby shut up she opened up a clinic for um underage kids like a dental health clinic that's don't ask nothing. me what it's called i think they named it after her yeah the bubby clinic the Bubby Teeth Clinic. Oh, shit. And here's the sad part. Oh, my mom's not listening. Oh, she no. She is. Yeah. Your mom never listens. <laughs> she does now. <laughs> it's like my Bubby would repeat the same stories over and over again. You okay. Know? So then you know them fairly well, right? Some t- I go, it, it was one of those things where you just kind of, maybe you just take it for granted that you're going to hear it. You're like, I don't really, what was it again? And then I'll you just kind of forget. Time. And then... And then she died. Oh no! And all those stories are gone. And then 
like all the de- like details like right. there and then and the, the part that matters is what you're saying I mean yeah yeah I felt bad and so what was the teeth clinic called you said I think it was named after her oh I, I, yeah I'm pretty sure it was the Bubby Kids Teeth Clinic <laughs> yeah the Linda Linda uh, Lillian Swordlow oh okay. clinic I think in La Puente. Mom, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, shit. I you're going to be bad. getting a text here soon. I know. I feel really, really bad. But my, and God, my cousin. Anna, you're so stupid. It was <laughs> called the blah, blah, blah. I think that's what. It was. And then my cousin A, who's like amazing, put all, like, had Bubby, I guess, a few years before she died, like, had her record all these on the tape. Oh, okay. Smart. Like, you know, so we oh, all so have these stories. You can hear the stories over again. I maybe got a copy. I think I did. Where are they at? On your, on your YouTube channel, maybe? Did you put, I mean, did you digitize them, put them online? SoundCloud? Make a podcast? Listen. Something? When I had the uh, the Sex It's Not Having podcast if, uh-huh. several years ago. That was up when you were up in Detroit, right? Yeah. Well, I did an episode with Bubby. Bubba oh. Grunt. 214. 214. And he also donated a little bit earlier, too. Thank, thank you, you so much. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Um. We did an episode together. And it was go? great. It was probably about six or seven months before she died. I can't wait to hear it. I have it. Oh, okay. Oh, do I? I have it somewhere. I think it's on my Google Drive. I erased everything that I did. Why? Because I had to. I had to. to I, I completely oh. scrubbed it. Bad. I, you should have kept it for yourself, no, though. No, I have it like on my Google Drive. Oh, but it's okay. So you didn't delete it like completely. You still no, have some no, stuff. No, no, but I, okay. I, I don't even know. I was off. Gotcha. I mean, if you think no, this know, is off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was real off But it was the okay rails. back then. It was a different time in 2014. <laughs> um, I feel like nuanced mattered a little bit more than it does now. Now it's like context doesn't matter. Jokes don't not. matter. That's if you so fucking ridiculous. just whisper it, you're a fucking demon from hell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I just said, uh, not worth it. I don't need this. I got, yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah, and I've been canceled too many times for mm-hmm. to, to risk it again. Uh, what's a few more times? Yeah, well, I got nowhere to go after this, folks. This is pretty much it. It's a dead end after this. SoundCloud, here she comes. I'm a SoundCloud rapper now. Um, You don't really talk about your grandparents. I assume they're all dead. Yes, they are. Okay. Did you have a relationship with them? No, I did not. Any of them? I mean, I met them a few times. Did they live locally? No, they all lived out of state, many, many states away. <laughs> it seems uh, like you're. It's it's so far. What 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 state is many, many states away? Iowa and North Dakota. Okay. It's pretty far. Yeah, but I mean, like, you can't do a Christmas yearly visit or yearly. <laughs> no. No. I went up there. Twice, no, I mean, heard. like, why can't they come down? They're probably retired. They did a couple and... times. Okay. I mean, they've been dead for a while. Okay. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> so you don't really have any memories of, like, Grandpa and Grandma? And None. Bubby and Zadie, Safta and Saba? Nope. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, okay. I mean, a couple, but not, like... Do I, you have any cousins? That you... None of them live around here. My parents moved down here from up there, like, with nobody else. Did they meet up there, wherever up there is? Iowa. <clears throat> Gross. Gross state. I was fucking like fucking what? We're gonna say cool. No, it's I was fucking shitty. Fucking but there's there's some cool people from Iowa. Have I been to people are like, oh have you been to I-? No, I haven't. Don't need to go. Don't need to go. Does anyone vacation to Iowa? Question of course mark. they do. Do people vacation in Iowa? It's the fucking Des Moines is known as the vacation hotspot. <laughs> Everyone from <laughs> Iowa is trying to leave Iowa and no one vacations there. And that is all the fuck I need to know to be like, I never need to visit. 
I think Iowa would be a cool state if you're like doing a. a, a we have a lot of cool fans from Iowa. A road trip. Like, oh yeah, like Buzzard Bob. <laughs> That's ass <awesome>. Eden extraordinaire, <laughs> Buzzard Bob. <laughs> Do we tell the people? Because I recently learned how that started. Why? I mean, does he does he really eat ass? Of course he does. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Probably not. But How did that start? <laughs> Poor thing. Poor ass eating thing. Know. You don't know how it started? Uh, no. Oh. We'll take. I think call. he like called in one day and we're like, "Hey, you eat ass," and he just got all fucking crazy, and so we just kept going with it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. He still fucking sends me videos. I. Never watch. I, I'm like, look, I actually like Buzzer Bob, but I have for a long time. I'm this close to blocking that motherfucker on Instagram because <laughs> he keeps sending DMs of bullshit. <laughs> Just post it. Don't fucking DM me that bullshit, Buzzer Bob. Or sometimes he does both. He'll post it and DM you. I know. I don't care. I just, <laughs> I just... He did in the chat. He says he does eat ass, actually. <laughs> he does eat ass. Yeah, he said, I do eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want to block him, but I'm tired of fucking getting notifications like, oh, I got a DM. Oh, it's goddamn fucking Buzzard Bob. Again, it's some bullshit. <laughs> about how he got fucking banned on Facebook for posting some Trump shit that I don't give a fuck about. Like, who cares? <laughs> no, I don't eat ass. <laughs> no, he said he does eat ass. He eats ass. Yeah. He eats ass, he says. <laughs> see yes i, I eat ass. See, yeah see, i see it he said he started with colton <laughs> <laughs> he, oh the shit. fucking big fildo is it five thousand yeah we'll go with that oh it is. fuck yeah five thousand thank you big fildo, fildo. thank the you so mayor. much who's this hey this is gary at least now you're talking about something fun yeah. Like eating ass. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> They're uh, going to say my grandma uh, dying. <laughs> Bob Army Grunt, 1,014 right. bits. Thank you, Bob Army Grunt. Grandma, you had grandma dying, suicide, depression, your nightly routine, and the show earlier had Not being able to eating. sleep, crying. Yeah, all yeah. of the good stuff. Finally, you got to eating ass. All right. Good show, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. Bye. Bye. That was it? Yeah. Yeah. He got clonked majorly. Thank you for all the bits, guys. Just really imagine if it. all the Gary calls were like that. It wouldn't be so bad. Mm-mm. Oh, he's such a hater. But it's funny. It's like he really enjoys uh, being unhappy, which I kind of understand at this point. I do, too, but, like, come on. Like, I- I'm the kind of person, I'm th- I think you are, too. You know, if if you are passionate about something or you, you hate, you know, say it's a political thing because that's what comes to mind mm-hmm. and you're a, you're a variety and you like to listen to the lefties because you like to get mad— you got to dose in and out. You got to balance it oh, up. Oh, of you course. You can't just, because it's like Gary seems like he fucking hates us, but then he listens to every single morsel of content we have. It's like, yeah. do you just, do you just sit there just, just with like a hard on and just pissed all the time? That's not a good way to live your life. You're going to, no. you're going to die pretty soon, Gare Bear. I hate to tell it to you, but you know, all that cortisol going coursing through your veins, you know, it makes you feel alive now, but that's going to lead you to an early death, my D-Smith friend. D-Smith Photo 843, 100 bits. Thank you. So. I don't know what to tell you. How about another call? Hello, who's this? Listen here, you filthy Oh, bastard. it's the fucking ass eater. It's the ass eater. You said you eat ass and you started you said you eat ass and you started with Colton. No, I said Colton no. started it. Don't twist <laughs> my words it. around. Hey. Hey, I'm a hey, give me a fucking break on that. You corn Damn, fat uh, you corn fed ass eater. <laughs> Hey, asshole, give me a break on that Instagram shit. I'm a boomer. Give me a fucking break. 
I do. God damn. If it, hold on. If it was almost anybody else, I would have blocked him by now. Uh, see? Oh. He loves you. Well, I did slack up for a little while, but I Yeah, got a little, like a fucking, fucking you gave us like a one-week reprieve, thank you. Yeah, and then you really <laughs> double down, <laughs> triple down. Motherfucker. Then you sent us like eight hey, videos at once. I'm trying to change the world, starting with YouTube. One DM at oh, a time. How's this going to go? <laughs> follow the way of the buzzard, believe the way I believe, and you'll yeah. be okay. Oh, Eat Christ. that ass. All right, Boomer. Have a good one. I don't know. <laughs> See you, Buzzy. Bye. I ain't no damn ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Eat so much ass. <laughs> <laughs> the is like ass buffet. <laughs> he's, he's the golden corral of ass eating. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor guy. He's just a guy. We're... Saying that he eats ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Who's this? Steve from Nebraska. Oh, oh Nebraska. yeah, fuck. I wasn't talking Not shit about this you. Guy. I love well, Nebraska. Me... I can suck it. Not this fucking he, guy. He made me think of uh, of him eating them fermented cacao nibs. Oh <laughs> my ass. god! Yeah, this is fucking. This <laughs> I'd is, rather eat this ass. Is avocado ice cream boy. Yeah, I know who it is. We both bought cado, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. What did you like it or no? I fucking love it. It's all right. Okay. I got the uh, Java chip, and I was a big fan. I got the mint. It's still in the freezer here. Is it good? Did you try it? Yeah, try some. Okay. But I was thinking of you. You're saying it's hard to sleep, and I I get what you're saying, but maybe you're just overtraining. And I know in our minds, you don't feel like you're overtraining because, well, if I just rest, I'm going to sit on the couch and fucking eat. Yeah. But a lot of times it is because of overtraining and shit. Yeah, you're not wrong. I've heard people say that before. Relax. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the Relax. CBD thing, I mean, yeah, it seems like it works, like, for the first week or until you run out of the first bottle of it, then your body adapts to it. But then it's just like there's no regulation on any of that shit, so it's... Yeah. That's a problem with it. You don't really know what you're getting. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, like, I think I also think it's partly placebo. Like, if I of take course. something that I think is going to work... Of course. I'll allow it to work, mm-hmm. even if it's not really doing much. And I don't think anyone's ever died of a CBD overdose, so I think I'm all I right. got it. And that's what there's there's cannabinoid uh, receptors in your body, which actually of course they attach to them cannabinoids that are in the in the oil. So it, it, it does work, but it just seems like your body kind of adapts to it and it's done. Of course, you, kind of thinking, you know they talk about all the COVID deaths and freaking everybody out and this and that, but they don't talk about you know how HGH is so dangerous and this and that. When's the last time you heard of somebody overdose on HGH and dying of HGH? Are you saying HGH? Longevity, longevity in Europe and shit like that. It's so big, mm. but God forbid, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, um, I'm so fucking over, and I, I know people have been saying this for a while, but I mean this on just such a, a deeper level. Um, COVID is, is it's fucking. I mean, it's a real thing. I'm not saying it's not. I got mm-hmm. it, and it kind of whooped my ass for like 12 hours. But um, I'm I'm so fucking over the response to it. It's I've heard every oh, conversation. You know, Everybody in the gym's talking about it. Everybody in the fucking restaurant's talking about it. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, it's, it's such a smoke and mirror show where we're worried about who's wearing a mask and who's getting vaccinated when the powers that be are just walking away, just fucking laughing. Riverwalk yesterday, there was like a group of just people laughing. with masks on. I'm like, you're fucking outside. Like, what the fuck? Whatever. I'm the same way, and it's hot as balls. Fuck, it was hot as shit yesterday. I know. It was, like, it was like fucking noon. I know. I know. And people are were and screaming at each other over masks, and this is exactly 
what they want to happen. You know, they want people to police themselves. This is, again, I'm not trying to say this is like the Holocaust sort of thing, but it's, it is similar in the sense that people were turning each other in because they wanted to show loyalty to, you know, the brown shirts, to the Nazi party, and they were turning in their neighbors. And it's kind of a similar sort of thing where we're publicly shaming people who aren't going along with the establishment or what the establishment is saying. And to me, and I think uh, some other people out there that maybe aren't the loudest. Yeah, 100%. This is just a distraction. And we've blown up COVID to be this huge thing. And it is. And I'm not saying people aren't dying because they certainly are. But there are other things that are killing people a lot more that we're not concerned about. And I, you know, I heard Candace Owens saying this and she made a great point. She's like, you know, if the COVID vaccine is free and so the government must really care about your well-being and and healthcare and stuff like that. But, you know, where's the free insulin? Where are the free EpiPens? Where are the free inhalers for people that are dying? Right. Why why don't people care? I mean, insulin, people need insulin every fucking day to live. Mm You know, and you know? if we could just kind of even just deduce that to, I, I know that people have type two, but a lot of, a lot of people have type one, which is a respectable kind of diabetes. No yeah. offense, but it's true. Yeah, okay. So well, it kills me. The same people that are calling you a piece of shit and you're killing everybody are the same people that are eating a funnel cake, pulling down their mask, smoking a cigarette. Right, right. Exactly. Yourself. Exactly. You want to do something for your health instead of fucking getting vaccinated and wearing a mask and staying indoors all day long, which to me, and yeah. again, I get it, it's, it's up to each person in their own discretion, but that's not really a life worth living if you're um, putting your life on pause. You know, we all put our life on, well, not us in Florida, but yeah. many people had to put, on, put their life on pause for a year because of COVID, maybe even longer, say 13, 14 months. And now we're going into what, phase four? What This is the fourth wave. It's fucking never ending. This is oh, this yeah. is never ending, and people uh, people have become much like we're Stockholm to Bubba. They're Stockholm to to COVID. They they fucking like oh, yeah. the, I, I that is hard for me to wrap my head around. Is like people like like this shit. Oh yeah, they like it's like almost like a, because their lives are so fucking boring and meaningless that the fact That's that it's, dra- it's like drama. It's like they like the political drama. They mm-hmm. like the oh, it's like, oh, how many people are gonna die? What are the cases going up, going down? It's like stocks for people because you know they don't. Money yeah, for stocks, like getting off on it, kind of. They are, and I mean, it's kind yeah. of the same thing in Florida when a hurricane's about to hit, like a real fucking hurricane, like Irma or something. Okay. And you like, you get these like minute by minute updates, the spaghetti models. The, it is kind of fucking fun, but at some point, yeah. like it's it's a week usually, and then after that, it's you that's, know, no, that's a, that's a thing. The hurricane comes, it goes. We stand out in the wind. We take a video or two. We you know, you see the the people who are in Miami Beach and they film the the palm trees bending over, and then it's fucking over mm-hmm. it's kind of like that but th- there's no end in sight and even when the storm kind of you know settles to you know it's just a, it, it's not a hurricane but it's maybe like a, a tropical depression all of a sudden it stirs back up again and turns into a cat five yeah and the media fucking loves this because ratings have never been better because guess what people media is a business the news is a business what? You know, so when you Since think that they're, they're using the, that's why you hear the like, da, da, da music and super sensationalized and they have these crazy headlines like everyone's dead, fuck, like that's the headline. Well, that's so you keep watching, right? Because guess what? Your attention is a commodity, okay? They're trying to get you to watch and they're trying to get you to watch for as many hours as you can and it's the same shit day in, day out. Uh, Delta's up, uh, vaccine this, vaccine that, uh, racial tensions, blah, blah, blah. So you don't even focus on any, your own fucking life. 
You know, you should be out with Nick Diaco birding, like a, you know, someone who's yeah. enjoying nature. Eat or eating like ass that. like Buzzard Bob, living mm-hmm. his fucking yeah. best life out oh, there. Yeah. Eating, Colton's, eating Colton's ass. Eating Colton's ass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yum, yum. But instead, people are just sitting. And, and you know what? The, the ride isn't any better. Of course not. You know what? I, 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 listen, I've, I've been very critical of the left. But these because they're pe- worse, but that doesn't mean the other side's any better. Uh, yes, they're they're like the, the the fun people to hate right now because they're so sensitive about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're easy to tease because they get upset and you get get a big reaction. It's kind of how I treated my sister growing up. Maybe that's why she doesn't like me so much. But you know, of you course. say one thing and she gets really upset and you go, "Ha ha, you're an idiot!" Like that's what the left is. Now the right yeah, is like. It, it not yesterday, but I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm like these people that like, like Turning Point USA. They like fucking can't let Trump go. Mm-hmm. They're like fuck, like in a relationship with this man. They like fucking oh. love, like they want to. They fucking jerk off on his face. They love him so that's fucking hot. much. This that's like this weekend. The few of the people that were there were like, oh, we can't wait to go to this Trump rally. And this and that, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you want to go? And I'm like, no, like just give it up. It's like, just... I liked him when he was in. He did some good and all that. But like, give it up, man. And Come on. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you something well, about Well, we Trump. know he won. Like, okay. 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 Re- relax. It's time to well, just that's let, all distractions keep on let coming. it go. Of all this stuff coming it's out and right. all the doctors coming out and all the Fauci shit coming out and just, all the mass shit. Yeah, for your own health. Right. All yeah. that shit. For your own health. Okay. For your own health <laughs> and well-being. Just for the for the exactly. righties out there, listen, I voted for the guy, but mm-hmm. you have to understand that even though he claimed not to be a politician, he was the ultimate politician, okay? He became the president of the United States. It's fucking over. It's time to move on with your life. And you can sit and be angry and stamp your feet and say he was, you know, gypped out of the election. He was, you know, he was cheated out. Okay, yeah. what are you going to do? Right. You're just going to get at, upset again? At this point. Like, I get it. Like, right after the election, you're bad. Yeah. You want to do something? Fine. But now it's like, oh, come on. And and these people who, like, they fetishize Donald Trump, like, in a way that was, like, it's like yeah. they were they they did like a bait and switch like the evangelicals the way they treated Jesus is the way that a lot of Trump supporters felt about Trump like he was the second coming he was like right. the Messiah guys I hate to tell you this I hate to tell you this Trump was fucking brilliant in a lot of ways he sure. he tapped into something that I mean it's just like he saw. The left pulling people down in the sense that it was like people who maybe had sons or, or daughters or whatever that <clears throat> were having like opioid addictions, mm-hmm. right? That like I'm talking about middle America, right? Maybe they lost their job in 08, never fully recovered. Maybe they, they had a son or daughter that was addicted to opioids, whatever. <clears throat> they had a kid that was sent to war for one of these stupid fucking wars. And then on top of that, they're now told that, you know, this is all their fault because they're white privilege. Those people felt like they didn't have anybody to speak for them. And Donald Trump came in and he said, uh-huh. like, <clears throat> I'm for you. And I really heard Dave Smith kind of like laid this out perfectly. He said, yeah, that's he went he went to he said he saw this this Trump rally, I think, in Pennsylvania. And he said he heard people chanting, ah, we love you. We love yeah. you. And he was just like, whoa, this is fucking what does that even fucking mean? Of like, course. we love you. <clears throat> so he said Trump really kind of tapped into. Yeah. Very much like a. Like a, what do you call it? Like you're praying to a a gold god or 
what, what, yeah. what am I? I mean, missing? it's kind of like cultish. <clears throat> oh, it is. I mean, religion's a cult, of course. Politics is a cult, but I mean, they're really elevating him to the point of being like a deity, a deity, right? Yeah. Like that sort of thing, which kind of freaks me out. Like, what is he going to be? Your? I'm not comparing him to Hitler. He wasn't Hitler, but I'm like, what are you going to keep? Like Kim Jong Un? Like, is he going to be right. your? Are you going to do a bait and switch, and instead mm-hmm. of religion, you have just a political leader who's like your end all be all? Right. And these people just devoted their lives, like day in and day out, on both sides to Trump. Like we love him, we hate him. He's amazing. He's listen. He was a fucking con man. Everybody knows this. <clears throat> he's a he's he's a you know great order in the sense that he knows how to connect with people mm-hmm. on a very basic fucking level. Okay, he knew his audience. He knew how to tell people what they wanted to hear. But he was a fucking con man. He's just a business guy. Look at his track record on the politics. He's like independent. He's re- Democrat. He's Republican. He's Democrat. He's Republican. He doesn't know what the fuck he is. He just right. wants Whatever to make fits. money. Right. And the, fa- the fact that people think that, oh, he did this because he loved America. The man was a fucking power hungry, you know. Right. And liking America, I'm sure he did. Like, and he and he meant well, but like when he got really into it, just, yeah. you know, that doesn't He's matter. He's just a power hungry, um, what was I going to say? Uh, con man sort of a thing, you know? And that's okay to realize. That's fine. Listen, I would, I'm happy to vote for a con man if our, yeah. if our policies align yeah. and I go, listen, I, and I told people, go, I'm going to vote for the asshole that gives me the most rights and freedoms. I was going to say, he, out of the options we had, he was the best option by far. But still, a con- like he's a, he he turned into a politician, just yeah. like all the other ones. He was a reality TV star. He was just a, he, a Wall Street, not a Wall Street, uh, you know, just a, a a real estate mogul. He just wasn't as bad as the other guys. He was probably uh, fucking worse. But here's the thing: like our politics aligned, so he, I just vote for the demon from hell that's going to let me do what uh, I want to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I should let you guys go so tampon, Terry. Okay, good. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Liberal from again. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll get to him in a second. But people need to fucking let that shit go. Listen, let me tell you something, people. Politicians don't give a fuck about you. None of them. You know, we talk. We lo- I love Ronnie D. You know, I think he's great. And what I saw that he was doing that I think is really useful <clears throat> and a good tool is that he talks about politicians like he's not one. Like okay. In one of the videos we saw, he was saying, these politicians, mm-hmm. they want to tell you what to do with your life and your freedom. He's a politician. Of course. And I think that that's such a useful to- tool because people watching this, again, just words, but they're saying, yeah, we don't like politicians. We don't like them. We're mm-hmm. politicians. And he's a politician. And that's what Trump ran on. Right. He's like, I'm a, I'm a. I'm a populist. I'm for you. I'm not mm-hmm. a politician. The one thing that I did like about Trump doesn't mean he had good ideas, but he wasn't bought and paid for. That, and that's what I say. He wasn't a, a, a career politician. He no. turned into a politician, which, I mean, duh, if you're going to be the president, you're, you're a politician. Um, but he wasn't a career politician. But then it's kind of like one of those things where do you want a person who's had experience drunk driving or do you want someone who's fresh drunk driving? Because someone who's had practice drunk driving, they're probably the safer bet. Does that make sense? Uh, like a career politician yeah. know, knows how to work the system, right. even though they're demons from hell, versus if you have someone who doesn't know what they're doing and they're not really a politician. I mean, and then they're just like coming like a wrecking ball and fucking ruining everything. Let's get real. The president isn't the one that like actually pulls the strings anyway. Yeah, but he's the figurehead of the country. Yeah. You know, of course, he's a figurehead of the country. And it's funny, like I was listening to Glenn Greenwald and Dave Smith this weekend 
And they were saying very similar things. And what was just so interesting, and I, I know we've been talking about Trump like for fucking five you know, years or whatever, but just kind of like illuminating things that I didn't really dig deep into before. Like, <clears throat> just like the reason why the establishment didn't like him is not the reason why like people on the street didn't like him. Like, right. two different things. Of course. You know, well, you got to remember before they knew he was going to get in, the, the Republicans hated Trump. Yeah, I mean, they they tried everything the to Democrats. get him out. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, but obviously yeah. Democrats did because yeah. he was Republican. But I mean, like yeah. even the Republicans hated him. Uh-huh. And at the very end, they were like, "Oh shit, he's gonna win. Let's all get behind him." Because when I say the establishment, I don't just mean the left. I mean the left and the right. Oh, of course. This insulated group, like the, you. Think the right they're... hated him more than the left. Sure, sure. Because it was like one of their own that they felt like turned on them. Yeah. But and then, and then they got behind him at the very end. Yeah. Well, kind of. Well, some of them. And, and then, I mean, the administration just fucking fell apart, but whatever. Yeah. But what was so interesting was, you know, both Glenn Greenwald and Dave Smith were saying that the reason why the people on the street, the left didn't like him, was very different from the reason why the establishment. And again, by establishment, I mean, he, the Bushes fucking hated him. Yeah. McCain fucking hated of him. Of course. Um, the Clintons fucking hated him. Like, at those people who are like career long politicians, yes. you know, in the system for fucking 30, 40, 50, 60 years, why all of those people hated him. Yep. Was because he was kind of revealing things that everybody knows that no one's supposed to fucking say. Of course. There's this interview that he did with O'Reilly in 2017. And it was right before, I think, did he meet Putin in Helsinki? Is that where it was for like the G7 summit or something? It was some sort of summit with like world leaders. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Little St. James, I think, is where they were. <laughs> That's where they met. <laughs> yeah. That's where they meet every year. So Trump is going to meet Putin, and there's all this like hype because uh, Putin's a dictator and yeah. another demon from hell that you know squashes and quashes every time mm-hmm. there's a dissident or any sort of opposition. They go, um, you know, radio silent, and they either die, uh, murdered, uh, poisoned with nerve agent, something like that goes on with like uh, Alexei Nalvani or something like that, yes. like that sort of stuff. And, and and Putin's known for doing stuff like that. He doesn't give a fuck about anything as long as he's staying in power. Mm-hmm. And O'Reilly asked Trump, like, <laughs> what, how do you feel about uh, meeting Putin? And he's like, oh, you know, well, we'll see how we get along. And O'Reilly's like, well, what about him being a, you know, a, a, a tyrant, a dictator, someone who just completely <clears throat> demolishes any sort of opposition and uh, terrorizes people? And Trump just says, oh, you think America's so innocent? Right. Things that everybody knows right. that a U.S. president is not supposed to say. Of course. And that's what people liked. I mean, that's what I liked about him is he would just say shit. That- so you have the left and the right, which, again, you we think that they're so different, the left and the right. But again, you have to understand, these people go to fucking work together. They eat lunch together. Yeah. You think about Congress and you think it's so divided. They're fucking laughing at us because we're fighting their battles on the street. Oh, I hate you. You hate me. We have to pretend. What they do is they go in the fucking uh, commons or whatever. It's going to the... Uh, the White House, the Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. They go in the chambers. That's what it is. They go in the chambers. They have their little conversation. They get a few fucking viral moments. You have AOC going off. You have Chuck Schumer going off. You have Nancy Pelosi going off. And then guess what? They all go fucking have lunch together downstairs at the cafeteria. That's what fucking Kinda. happens. I don't, I mean, I'm sure that it gets heated sometimes and they have their like separate little groups. But at the end of the day, they're playing fucking softball they, with they, one another. Yes, they don't like each other, but they 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 appreciate what, you, what each other does. And so they, they hang out and they're nice, but 
but also you don't you don't fucking know that they that they actually hate each other because you know what they help out each other's careers. And that's, because they, and that's why they appreciate they, each other. AOC pisses off the right, and then uh, you know Tom Cotton comes up and goes fuck AOC, and then he gets some hits, and then Tom Cotton says something that someone thinks is racist, and then AOC gets in there and she says something to combat that, and they're both benefiting from each other, and, and we're like fucking jobbers over here yelling and screaming at each other. Ugh, they don't give a fuck. All they want is for you to vote for them in once, twice, however many times mm-hmm. they can get in, and then they go and they go have lunch and they talk. And and they just, you know, they wheel and deal. They do shit. They meet with lobbyists. That's what they fucking do. That's their job. Yep. So we think like, you know, people who are propping up like AOC or people who are propping up like, I don't know, Dan Crenshaw. These people don't give a fuck about you. When are you going to realize that? I just don't understand people who prop up, like, for example, Donald Trump, Hillary exactly. Clinton. It, to me, it's just it's so bizarre. You don't even agree with your best fucking friend think about your best friend that you have so much in common with you have things that you disagree on Mm -hmm. so why are you going to blindly follow and advocate for every point a politician whom you've never fucking met and don't know and who doesn't care about you you're going to defend them to the death i'd have so much more respect for someone who's like a trumper that goes i don't really fucking agree with what he said right there right or someone who's a hillary yeah i don't really that's kind of she's also a murderer but you know whatever i like her policy you know i would have so much more respect because that means you're a nuanced person who can has the ability to critically think for themselves I, i think there are a lot of people that are like that though yeah, but they're fucking quiet. You need to stand Correct. Up. They're not the loud ones. They're not the loud ones because they're, they're nuanced and you hear people go, well, you know, I have a little uh, vaccine hesitancy. Oh, your grandma killer. Fuck off. My whole family's telling me, kind of like Bubba's family, but like, mm-hmm. you know, my family's a little, I feel like a little bit more aggressive about it. Than Bubba's family? Like, no one's calling me sweet. Maybe you should get the vaccine. You know, people are calling me irresponsible, and I go, how about you go fuck yourself, my body, my choice? Remember that? Remember when you were throwing that around with abortion and women's rights? Remember that? Remember that? Can we bring that back? Because it's the same fucking point. We should my take body, an, my choice. We should take an under-over poll on when, when Anna's going to get the vaccine. Like, next week. They're like, oh, you can't yeah. go to Sunset Music Festival. I'm like, oh, here, drop me in my neck, please. Yeah. Um, no, I'm 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 pretty steadfast on this one. Unless it started, listen, Bubba doesn't care, so it's not like it's going to fuck with my job. Right. If it started to mess with travel, I mean, I'd have to start doing some serious reconsideration about, you know, my life if I can never get which on one a are plane. You, which one are you going to get? I don't know. The hot people get Pfizer, so I'll get Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> Moderna. <laughs> okay, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. So, um, but it's... it's Moderna's know, probably the worst of the three. Yeah. the Moderna, It's like, ugh, I've like, heard a lot of people that, especially the... Well, with either of them, the obviously Johnson Johnson's only one, but... The second shot is the one people get sick on, and the Moderna seems to be, well, a lot more people get have a reaction. To Moderna. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, I'm not getting any of that shit, because, uh, again, at first, my first priority was my health. It's no longer my health anymore. That's the first, first priority. Pri- oh. No. My, now my first priority is, is principle. Okay. I go, fuck you. Right. You lied about it from the get. The lab leak theory, conspiracy theories, blah, blah, blah. It turns out it's fucking true. Mm-hmm. It, we were doing it. We were funding it. I heard Fauci, I think it was yesterday, was saying like, oh, this is why we need to. We did. He then he, he admits, yes, American dollars were sent to gain a function research. And here's yeah. why it's important. Okay. So you're denying it happened. Of, I kind of agree with him on that one, by the way. 
whatever, that's fine. But then, but again, it's it's about the fact that he, he lied and tried to cover it yeah, up. Now he's part. saying, no, we did it, and it's good, and this is why. Right. Stop trying to change your tune all of a sudden. And people just follow him like, oh, just blind minions. Yeah, oh, I of can't, course, you're no problem. Yeah, I can't stand that. So they lied about that, the origin of it. And then, you know, obviously, China's a piece of shit, so you just got to kind of throw that out and mm-hmm. you know, listen. Yeah, they said, oh, it's not transmissible person to person. It's just, you know, pers- it's just bat to person, but not had, person they, to person. Had they blocked everyone from leaving Wuhan from the beginning, then none of this would have happened. He's fucking let it eat. But they're like, okay. you they didn't go- let anybody in, though, right? No, they let people from Wuhan they let leave. They leave, but he didn't let but, anybody no, in. No, they let people leave Wuhan and go to a different country, but you couldn't travel from Wuhan to a different part of China. Interesting. So they just let, they wanted to let it eat on a global level. Yeah. <clears throat> Oops. Listen. So they do that, and then uh, you just kind of got to go, oh, well, yeah, it's China. That's just how they fucking do business. Okay, fine. And then they know that certain things help people, but oh, guess what? Patents expired. We can't make any money off ivermectin, remdesivir, and hydroxychloroquine. So we're just going to make it. Let everyone just die for a second. Listen, we're going to let everyone die. And then uh, we're working on this vaccine. And we're just going to, and then we're going to be in bed with big tech. And big tech is also going to say, listen, like we can't spread a misinformation. So anybody else that has a different point of view can't get that information out because they're fucking grandma killers and they don't care about you. It's considered misinformation, not a different opinion, but misinformation. Instead of saying, why don't we let the people decide for themselves? We go, no, listen, we're big brother. We're going to tell you what you fucking need, and you need the vaccine. So anybody else is called misinformation. What does Dr. Bill Gates say? Dr. Bill Gates said, uh, (laughs) we need a vaccine. Imagine these board meetings, like, where they're like, listen, ivermectin, I think, like, it looks pretty good. I mean, this might help. And they go, just fucking, why don't you just shut the fuck up? How much money can we make there? Like zero dollars and zero cents. Why the fuck would we do that? Nah, just let it listen. Let it eat. No, we can't. Let it just sh- shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Pfft, you're dead. Bye. Oh, you get a silencer too, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're dead. See ya. Bang, bang, bang. You're dead. No, thank you. Can't have you walking around. Imagine, like, I mean, I don't think you're born like that. I think you have to be, like, molded into something like that. Where you mean you're, evil? you're okay letting fucking people die by the hundreds of thousands so that you can make a buck. Mm -hmm. That is, I mean, I think that's a slow roll. I don't think you wake up being that evil. Do you think that they know they're being that evil? Yeah. I don't, see, here's the thing is, I don't think that, for the most part, they know that they're being that evil. I think that... I know that the the dollar matters more to them, but... They also think that they're helping everyone as a whole, and if a few people die, uh, oh well. I mean, the fact that people are dying, you're not even willing to give them, like, a possibly life-saving treatment. Mm-hmm. They're withholding it because they don't know if it's safe, but they do know that it's safe because these drugs have been on the market for 50-plus years. That's the thing is, even if it doesn't work for COVID, it's not going to harm you. Like, it's not going to do anything bad, so why not try it? The money. It's the well, money. I, trail. I mean, I, of course. But These I mean, people don't. It's just it, it. It boggles my mind because I feel like, as a, I mean, I say normal person, and I'm not a politician, is what I mean. Oh, okay. But we live these normal lives. And you, 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 you kind of you don't really care about your neighbor, but you like wouldn't want him to die, right? You're you've never been to war before. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about the average Joe, yeah. like me. Like I've never been to war before. I've seen a dead body twice in my life. Okay. Okay. I've never been seen anyone shot. I've never. I've. I'm not a doctor. I haven't seen people in like critical 
um, emergency situations where their intestines are falling out or they can't breathe. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that'd be really traumatizing. Um, but I just, uh, it's hard for me to fathom that these people just are okay with letting people die. Like, I would think at, at some point they go, just give them whatever. Like, what is the, uh, I was listening to NPR, I forget what it's called, um, not like last ditch effort medicine, but it's like new research stuff and they go, listen, nothing else is working. Let's just try this on okay. this person that has terminal cancer. Yeah, they do that a lot. And you and the person who has cancer like signs off on it. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to try this new therapy. It may kill me yeah. faster. It may save me, but we got nothing else. Yeah. So we might as well give it a, sh- a try. If, if nothing else, it helps the next person. And this is new fucking research. Right. Not repurposed drugs that have been on the market for 50 right. years. So the fact that they're withholding, you, you don't it's think- also it's also a little bit different on scale. Um. Okay. Okay. So, sure. But then you. But then from that information, you would gather so much more data, so much more quickly, right? Because you'd have like thousands of people trying the stuff, and again, they just let, they just let people die, mm-hmm. and they scared the shit. They made it seem like it was as deadly as like Ebola. Remember when Ebola yes. was like hot? Mm-hmm. I mean, that should really fucking kill you. But um, it's just, it, to me, I, I think each and every day I get red-pilled in a, and I don't mean red in, in terms of, you know, red, like Republican red. Your I eyes mean, your eyes are opened. Yes. It's like Matrix red. Yeah. Like where the, the blue pill you take and you just go, um, you know, I don't, don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. I'm just going to keep living my life. But red pills, when you realize that, it's um, what the fuck is going on. It's so funny because you're still like, I don't want to say new to this, but like you're still learning like all the shady shit that's going on. So are you. I know. But like I've also known about a lot of it for a long time. So I mean, it's not, not I, new to me. Well, I knew that shady shit was going on, but I didn't know any of the details. I'll say that much. Like okay. I, I was aware that like governments do shady stuff, but right. I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't really think about it beyond that. But now sure. when you're seeing it in real time and we're all learning together because this is pretty new. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, lab leak theory. Oh, you're a fucking conspiracy theorist. And then it's it, you don't even need to be fucking shut down by the, the media or by Facebook. You're shut down by your neighbors, your friends, your family calling you, your fucking Trump supporting asshole fuck face. Like, I mean, I got I'm hung up on. That, by the way. That's okay. I got hung up on by my cousin, by my sister. Like, th- I mean, the fact that like politics was turning blood against one another and. Mm-hmm. I had a like a friend of a friend telling me that like I knew this girl back home and her best friend was black. Okay. And they'd been best friends for like fifteen years. Right. Black and white chick, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, when all this BLM stuff started happening, you know, the black chick I guess is taken to the street and the the white friend is like, Well, I don't really know about this, so I'm not gonna do it. Didn't show enough solidarity and support and her black friend started calling her like a racist. What? Ended a fifteen year friendship and she's like you know me though. Like what the fuck? Like you yeah. know me. Forget about politics. Like how could you call me racist when we've been best friends for fifteen years and you're black? Yeah, give me some instances of me being racist. How you actually? You're not even extrapolating like oh white people are. You actually know me as a human being and you're calling me. I had that happen to me by someone I used to work with. What it did? Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was cool. It was cool. Um, this person was saying the same sort of stuff to me before I got fired. Mm-hmm. And um, my buddy Will said to this person, uh, but you would like you hang out with like, you know, Anna. So right. why are you 
yeah, but so-and-so said she was this. He goes, yeah, yeah, but they don't, like, know Anna. Like, you actually hang out with Anna. Right, right. You know her. You've gone to, like, festivals together, and mm-hmm. you hang out, and you do Fourth of July together, and you party together, and you hang out and go to each other's houses and whatever, and work together. You know Anna. And he goes, yeah, but so-and-so said. It's like, what the fuck? How are you getting your information from someone that doesn't even know the person that you're supposed to hate? I don't know. Some people are a little bit uh, ridiculous. A little renaissance. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, I'm going to I'm gonna dive d- deep into Dave Smith when I get home. I'm kind of oh, excited about God. it. So, you're going to get a lot more of this. But he's really fucking, like, sharp. I know who Dave Smith is. <laughs> I know, but Welcome I Welcome to the party. I know that, but I just didn't, I didn't know how honest shit he was. Do you, like, listen to him, though? No, I, no but I haven't. Like, I know, pa- I I know who he was for many years, but yeah. I just didn't really, like, listen deep. And no, so I have not lately, listening. I have not lately listened to deep to Dave Smith. Okay, well, I don't have that is this Tampa Terry? Shut up, Blitz. Who's this? No, this is Bill. This is Billy. Am I on? Yeah, you're, you're on, on, Billy. Okay, you're confusing me because you call me Tampa Terry. Oh, but I thought, look. Okay, it's you're like Boston everybody, Billy. everybody calling Trump racist all of a sudden, which he did pander to a group of racists, but like <laughs> his track record proves that he was not racist before. Like this guy was even on a Method Man album. But then he also proves that, like, every one of these politicians, no matter if they're left or right, they lead out of fear. It's like a whole Stockholm Syndrome thing, because the last thing they want us to do is turn and look at them and be like, you guys are the problem. And it, it wasn't Biden like a hardcore. Wasn't he hanging out with KKK members and stuff? I heard, I, I saw pictures of him and he was doing wheeling and dealing with people who were in the KKK who used to be grand wizards. Didn't he call black people like super predators? And he was like mm-hmm. super harsh on punishments for them when they were caught. And and listen, I'm sure Trump said some racist stuff. Guys, uh, surprise! They all have. They all have done that. I just I don't know why people are into you know this uh, social media mining and going into video. Uh, we we know that they were all racist. And we we well, all I'm know this. Sure, like part of the reason why the judicial system and prisons are the way it is, from what I've heard, was like Biden had a lot to do with those votes that got things that way. I don't know all this. Like. Don't quote me on that, but just from I'm everything that I've read and heard, yeah, that's what I found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, sir. I appreciate it. I'll look into it. By the way, by the way, if you get the J and vaccine, when you <laughs> eat ass, you won't be able to taste it. Okay. Right. Thank you for the thank tip. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Have a good weekend. <laughs> by the way, this is Doctor Dandiaco. Um, I was thinking last night that I feel kind of bad for Joe Biden. Can I tell you why? <clears throat> Okay, tell me why. I feel bad for Joe Biden because this guy makes it to the top. Okay, mm-hmm. he works his whole life. Now he's uh, you know, not really there cognitively, but he works his whole life to be the top of his fucking like. He's not only the leader of the country; he's like the leader of the free world. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much, if we're trying to boil down the most powerful person in the world singly, I, I would say it would be him. Yes. <clears throat> that position is the most powerful. China's coming up, but like, let's yeah. just say America's today, still number one. As of today. It's, it's Joe Biden. Yes. He's so far gone that he can't even get his fucking rocks off to the fact that he's the most powerful person in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine working your entire life, your entire existence... To like this one fucking goal that you don't even think is 
like doable, like right. just it, it, just an, an insane amount of power that one person has. And then you get to the top and now you're a renaissance man. And you can't even like Trump fucking like felt that. Oh, like, yeah. He would like look in the mirror and like just come all over himself. You know, That's he really right. Blitz oh. knows. <laughs> you just like he would just see himself and just go. Oh, and just jizz yeah, everywhere. That's what I do. Just at the top of his game, like really soaking in that fucking power trip and how, ins- like, I just want to, I'm kind of weird. I kind of want to know, like, the hormonal profile of, like, these world leaders. Like, testosterone. Yeah, yeah you're kind wild. of weird. Like, testosterone must be just, like, through the fucking roof. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. You know, endorphins through the roof. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just feeling like the best ever, like neurotransmitters firing, serotonin, dopamine, just Oxytocin. fucking oxytocin. Yeah, they're just like, I'm the fucking, be- I'm the fucking man, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then Joe veins. Biden is like, uh, what for breakfast? <laughs> the oatmeal. Like he can't even enjoy that. He has, he has no idea what's going on. He can't even enjoy the does power he, trip. Does he even know he's president? Like. Kamala, like that bitch, is like she like looks in the mirror. She's like, I'm fucking wet. Like she just fucking wet her pants too, because she's like, I'm the fucking, bi- I'm the fucking bitch. <laughs> When's this old guy gonna die? And she's just like, eh, like looking at, it, just fucking like feeling her tits before the, the fucking meeting. She's like, I'm fucking calm vice down president of the United States of America. You're not Kamala, bitch. so calm down. And then like Joe Biden is just like, yeah, like he can't even. Enjoy it. Did I take my vitamins today? Like, like him or hate him, like, Obama fucking got to enjoy the ride. Bush got to enjoy the ride. Clinton got to enjoy the ride and yeah. kill a few people along the way. We all yeah. did. You know, they all did. We all did? We all did. Oh, wow. <laughs> they all did. Freudian slip. Whoops. Trump got to enjoy the ride. I've seen two dead bodies. <laughs> but, like, Biden, he just, he, he's not even going to enjoy the ride. He doesn't even know he's on a ride. He doesn't know where he is. I would or... like to see like a real interview with him, like a real interview, not some bullshit like fluff piece, but like a real like <sighs> where the interviewer is like, "So what's what are you thinking right now? Like, do you have like can your brain function? Like, what's up like, with what you? What are the thoughts in your head? Yeah, <laughs> I farted. <laughs> I farted. Like those are the thoughts in Joe Biden's head. It's like I fucking farted. Never trust a fart. <laughs> He's just lost. He's just a lost puppy. And I just kind of feel bad that he can't even enjoy the power trip because that is, I mean, very, very, very few people will get, ever get to experience that. Do you like yeah. oatmeal? I mean, there's only Guess been. Guess not. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. Go ahead. Like, there's only been 46 presidents in the United States in, like, ever. Like, 46 people. That's not that many. Right. Ever. And 46, period. Ever. And I think one of them. I think there's really only been 45 because it wasn't in Cleveland and then someone else and then Cleveland again. Did it count as a second number then? I think so. I, well, I, I think if it's not sequential, it counts as a second number. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think so. So there's only been like, say, 45 presidents and you just... Yeah, like, only like 20 of them are still alive. <laughs> like nobody gets to experience that and you do and you can't even enjoy it. Maybe he does. You don't even know where you are. Maybe he goes to the White House at night and he's like, 
I'm the fucking president. He's like, all these people think I'm fucking Renaissance. He goes, I'm not. I I just fucking play this shit. He's like doing jumping jacks and shit. He's doing fucking cartwheels and handstands. And he's like, these fucking dumbasses think I'm some old senile guy. Meanwhile, I'm fucking serving at the beach. He's on his mask. Yeah, it's like, I'm serving at the beach. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's it, probably what he does. kind of reminds me, do you remember Dave Chappelle when he was um, Lil John And he'd be like, what? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he'd have like this moment of lucidity and he'd just be like, so actually what's going on is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden's like, listen, at this point, anything is fucking possible. That'd be but, so funny. That's what happened. Yeah. So I just, that would, I think that's kind of like, wow, it's already noon. That's kind of my closing thought is that I just feel bad for Joe Biden because he can't even the enjoy one. the power trip. I know I'm probably the only one, but it's true. You should feel bad for Joe Biden. Nope. You should feel bad because everyone doesn't matter Democrat, Republican, dictator. If you're going to have that experience, you should at least be able to enjoy the ride because fuck, that is a ride. If you're Putin, you know, he's been president for 25 years and you're part of the KGB, enjoy the ride. Joe Biden, eat that ass. Bye, guys.